0: Welcome to the She Leaders Podcast. My name is Nicole, and I'm the founder and president of Nicole Chavez Ministries, and she leads Connect Events. So, we're here to partner with a woman who knows who she is in Christ, and the woman who is searching to find out who she is in Christ. We're here to guide, encourage, motivate, and cheer you on as she leads. We live in unique times of female empowerment and strength and influence. But what we do with it matters more than having it. See, God has a plan for our voice, our life, our freedom, our strength, and our influence. And I believe women have more influence than we know or use. We can change the world. We can change the world around us. And we can do it by bringing sin or the Savior into it. This podcast is for She Leaders. You are the ladies who already know who you are in Christ, and you have stepped into a leadership role. You are changing the world around you and the world as a whole with your obedience to God. But together, we will be focusing on spiritual growth, leadership growth, and personal growth. But first, I would like to start with telling you a little bit about myself and how I came to this point in my life. My parents accepted Christ when I was three years old. My mom and dad started a church in our living room and and that is when I earned my first title with the word pastor in it. I was a pastor's kid with all the pressures and stresses of one and I hated it. I remember telling my mom, you guys were called, not me. Please leave me out of this. So fast forward to the day, my husband asked me to marry him with all the love in his voice and in his eyes. He said, will you marry me? And I said, yes, as long as you promise to never work for a church. He wholeheartedly agreed. So I married him. I was adamant that I would never put my family in the position to be watched, judged, talked about, or even loved by a church. See, I thought it was my job to protect my family, even if it meant protecting them from God and his calling on our lives. It's a scary thought now that I look back on it. So some years later into our marriage, the pastor of the church we were attending asked James if he ever thought about working for a church. Now I could hear the whole conversation because the pastor had called James and I can hear everything that was happening. I have to tell you, my heart was pounding as I listened to the pastor talk to James about the position, and I was terrified. This was my worst nightmare coming true. A year later, James accepted the job. But that whole year, God was working on my heart and softening it. But there was some hardened spots that I I didn't let him work on. I was trying to protect myself so I wouldn't let God touch those areas and make them soft. My thinking was, if those protected spots are soft, they are vulnerable. And if they are vulnerable, I can get hurt. I told you my dad was a pastor, but not just any pastor. He was also a police officer and on the Chamber of Commerce. He was very busy and very influential. But that busyness turned into a distraction. And that distraction turned into an affair. And the affair turned into lots and lots of hurt and heartbreak for me. All this happened while I was a teenager, and that is when I decided I didn't want anything to do with working for a church, knowing the pastor, talking to the pastor, working with the pastor, or letting any church people into my life. That is how I categorized it all. God was nowhere in the mix. It had everything to do with people, the church, and my hurt. Now, over time, I've learned people are sinners, all saved by grace, loved and forgiven, just like I am. That's not where I was then. I was so fixed on my own hurt. I I didn't think about how I was breaking God's heart. Isaiah 53 5 says he was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. By protecting my heart and my brokenness, I was telling Jesus that his suffering for me was done in vain. I was throwing the sacrifice Jesus made for me away. I was denying his gift to me. Now, I know some of you are dealing with past and current hurts and brokenness, but as she leaders, we're not allowed to dwell and wallow in this. We're leading people to the places we are and have been. And if we are operating out of hurt and bitterness, then we are leading those who are following us to the same place. Jesus died for leaders too. He was being so we could be made whole he was whipped so we could be healed he called us to be she leaders so we could lead people to her healing with confidence because we have experienced his healing we have let him into our hurt hardened hearts and broken places and that we trust him to guard our hearts we lead people to that exact place to the place where God guards their hearts, to the healing place, to the softening of their hearts. I love, love, love Philippians 4, 7. It says, then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. See, I let God into the hardened parts of my heart and he healed it and restored it and now I don't have to think about it because his peace guards my heart initially I thought I had to guard my heart even from God but as I let him in I realized he restored it healed it and then he guards it so over time I become less and less afraid and less and less protective of my family and my heart because the savior of the world is protecting my heart. So your challenge for the week, if you choose to accept it, is to let God into the parts of your heart that hurt. The hardened parts, the parts that you've protected from God because you're afraid that if he softens them, you'll become vulnerable. And if you're vulnerable, you can get hurt. We know that the peace of God guards our heart, that we don't need to guard it. We don't need to protect our hearts from God. We need God to protect our hearts. So this week, open up those spots to God. Let Him in and let them. Let Him heal them. We'll see you next week, right here, same day. See you next week.